Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Uh, people were asked, a thousand uh, married people actually were asked, uh, about uh, how they get along with their spouse and whether their spouse gets on their nerves. I wonder when they did this survey, like if it was a phone survey, mm. did they ask like, hey, is your spouse in the room? <laughs> <laughs> Are you on speakerphone by any yeah, chance? That's when you'd be doing those uh, just one word <laughs> answers. Yes. Yeah. Does your spouse get on your nerves? Yes. <laughs> Yes. 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 We're in the middle of an argument right now. <laughs> well, I thought this was shocking and it also shows that we're almost all liars. Uh, half, almost half, agreed with the statement, my spouse gets on my nerves sometimes. Only almost half said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the spouse in the room oh, for they sure. Were in the seat beside them. Uh, <laughs> I know I get on Adrian's nerves all the time. We all get on each other's nerves, and it's not just in marriages. It's it's in friendships. It's uh, with coworkers. <laughs> 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 Who's behind me? I don't know what you're looking at. Every now and then, Maria will wink at me, just give me like, and I always turn around like she's <laughs> winking at somebody else. You can't be winking at me. Uh, uh, so yeah, so we all say, or almost half of us uh, agree with the statement: my spouse gets on my nerves sometimes. So you're with somebody long enough, of course, there's going to be things that you or they do that get on each other's nerves. Yeah, you know, and a lot of times it's funny because those things that get on your nerves now we thought were really cute when we first started dating them <laughs> listen to the the sound she makes when she sleeps there's a a great old movie called uh, war of the roses with michael douglas and uh, kathleen turner where they just hate each other and it goes like from bad to really bad but at one point <laughs> on the table having dinner and she just looks at him and she just says, every time you breathe, every time you chew your food, <laughs> I just want to kill. She rhymes off all these different things. Right. And, and those things can become little irritants. But but they're also part of what makes the person you fell in love with who they are. Right. You know. The quirks, let's yeah. call them. Yeah. But, but, and you're right. It, in every relationship, whether or not it's, it's you know, dating, marriage, or just friendship. It's not only opposite sex. We all have friends that have annoying uh, habits or features yeah. that we, you know, tend to be okay with. Mm -hmm. It depends on the distance you have between each other. If you don't see your buddies in quite some time, you've likely got a buddy that annoys the hell out of you mm -hmm. what they do. Uh, or like, you know, when they call you, like, oh, crap, I can't take this call. It's going to be an hour. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, I, and he just, you know, all he does is complain about this or that or the other. And, and you just don't want to deal with it, but you can set it aside. Yeah. You know, when you live with someone, right? Right. Yes, you're going to have your differences. Uh, it's not all, it can't all be bliss and, and agreement, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all blissful so in my I'm, house. So but, I'm told yeah. it's blissful. Uh -huh. um, yeah, but, you know, those little things after a while will just start to, to build up. And it it's interesting how you handle it, mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. Because. They may build up, but with a friend that we don't see, we we can eat it for like the hour we're talking to them or seeing them or whatever, yeah, right. right? You got to pick your battles with right. your spouse. Yeah, no, for sure. I always say to Maria, uh, we'll never get divorced because the last thing I want to see is you happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we're asked about the things that irritate us with our spouse, selective hearing tops the list. And and I some and I have said to Maria in the past. I sometimes think either we 
completely, we either deliberately act like we don't understand what the other one's saying, or both of us have learned a new language that the other one can't comprehend. Because sometimes, I swear, we could have conversations in our house, things are discussed and talked about, and then when you get back to them later, circle around to whatever you had agreed to do, both of us see it in a completely different light. Right. But then, yeah. <laughs> but then that's true of all family. I have heard, um, and, I, and I think this is very true, if you have siblings... You could take each of your siblings into a room, uh, have a quiet conversation with just them and say, tell me what it was like growing up in your house. Right. And both of them will have a completely different view. Absolutely. And, and you yeah. go, well, how did that happen under one roof? Yeah. You know, it's, it's we just see and hear things the way we want to see and hear them. Yeah. I think, you know. Well, it's, uh, that, listen, that's so true in life. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what's going on in the world well, right now. That's right, right. Um Snoring. The snoring drives us crazy. Okay. Again, it might have been a cute little kitten purr early on. Right. But then you got a freight train going through the bedroom. Especially when they snore and they stop breathing for a second. Yeah. You're like, oh, no. Like, that's the apnea right. kicking in. Right, You know, I, when I had that, I'm, I'm sure that, that breathing... At first, Adrian would have been saying, oh, my goodness, you're stopping breathing. I'm so mm. concerned. And then, mm. you know, there could have been moments where she said, she please, hoped please don't breathe again. <laughs> <laughs> Count to five. Count to five. <laughs> yeah. She must have looked around when your whole family ended up with the sleep apnea mask. She must have thought, what what kind of robot hell what have I, I into? What have I gotten into? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the snoring, uh, control freak tendencies. Oh, for sure. Somebody having to, uh, and we all have to watch that. You know, the mansplaining can be a, a thing that us dudes have to really watch. Um, when we're asked about Valentine's Day. Most couples say they celebrate one way or another, but they do admit it was a bigger deal before they got married. Definitely so. You're still courting. Yeah. Um, a quarter say they argue with their spouse on a regular basis. Now, I think that's all kind of just your perspective because what what could seem like an argument between one couple could seem just like a healthy debate for another. Yes, you know? right. I know that we have healthy debates at my house on a very <laughs> regular basis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, are there three levels? Is there, like, is there debate, argument, and fight? Yeah, like, you know, it's funny with age. And then maybe you just get wiser, you lose some of your piss and vinegar, but I, I cannot remember the last time. Well, I remember when they happened, but they were so long ago. Like, we have not had a, a, a full-out, f- like, argument screaming match oh, really? in, in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I get winded. <laughs> 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 if I could catch my breath, I'd tell you something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember stomping around and slamming doors. and Yeah, it just doesn't happen anymore. Right. Uh, some of married people say they love their spouse, but sometimes wish they were single so they could experience dating again. Oh. Now, I, I don't that's, see anything wrong with the that. grass greener thing. Maybe, but I also think it's okay to have thoughts. Yeah, you know, if you if you you love the person you're with, but every now and then, you, you know, you kind of, you know, you look back or you think, hmm, I wonder what it would be. It's just as long as you don't act on those right. thoughts. Thoughts are fine. You just can't act on them <laughs> or shouldn't. And if you do, you're probably going to find out you're you're not married anymore. Um, others agreed with this statement: My spouse is a slob. Right. Funny, though, half of husbands claim they usually split the chores pretty evenly. A quarter of wives agreed with that. <laughs> well, because a husband sometimes thinks getting the dishes to the kitchen <laughs> 
is yeah. you know doing the dishes. That's right, hanging his key <laughs> keys on the hook. I'm exhausted. It's a full day. But we also do appreciate our spouse, and we appreciate them for the, being a hard worker. Uh, I can be myself around them. They make me laugh. They're smart. They're supportive. They're a great parent. And there is something to be said. There is a real, and I, when I say um, a real comfort, it, it's, not a, it's not a negative. There is a very nice feeling when you're with someone for a long time that you can literally let your hair down. Mm. You, you are who you are. They see through all your your BS, and 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 they they see your your downside and your upside, and you can just sit on that couch and drop your guts, <laughs> <laughs> and they're legally bound to sniff it. <laughs> There's a uh, chain restaurants that are getting in some uh, some trouble. They've gone viral after an employee notice was posted online that said workers would be required to deliver five. Five star reviews every month to keep their jobs. The notice to give to, to get, I to guess. Get. To, okay. So, so if you're a wow. waiter uh, and you would say to your uh, to your customer as they were leaving, hey, you know, please yeah. do me a favor. And, and so many know, places have it. You know, fill out the survey. You can yeah. win a prize or something like that. And people, you know, most people just let it go. Yeah, but you, I, I've never heard of a, a place threatening their employees if they didn't get these wow. reviews. The notice said. That the five-star reviews had to be posted on Google and had to mention the employee's name to count towards their total. Oh. Five perfect reviews with your name seems like a pretty big challenge. But if a worker gets 15 or more in a month, they could win prizes, uh, free right. meals, a, um, a piece of restaurant merch. Or, that's what you always want to do. Walk around with the <laughs> restaurant you work on on your back. A $25 Visa gift card as well. So there was plenty of backlash, including people submitting bad reviews. And the company that owns the restaurant says it's 100% not company policy. And they blamed it on the assistant manager who did not clear it with them. That assistant manager has now been let go. Right. Okay. But it is yeah. it is funny with reviews of anything. You know, we, we won't trust anybody about anything. Yet we start looking at a new car or, or a, a drill or somewhere to eat. And because Josh says the Volkswagen Passat is good, yes. oh, well, then I got to trust Josh. I tend not to read five-star or one-star reviews. No. Right? And go, you know, sometimes you wonder, okay, why did this guy give it five stars? But then, like, you really trust hmm. that this isn't someone who works for them. So he like, big vacation resorts, right? right? Yeah. And then the one-star reviews, you know, it's like, oh, I was, you know, it took 10 minutes to get a new towel, and mm-hmm. it's a one star for the entire resort. And I think we also convince ourselves, like if you're going out and buying a snowmobile, you've kind of in your mind convinced yourself you want a snowmobile anyhow. Right. So you look at a particular type, and you can read through the reviews, and 12 of them are not good, right. and, but three or four are good. So you'll side with the three or four because you've just convinced yourself you want that snowmobile. True. Um, it, it's interesting, too, because we tend to jump on to things and, and, and jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. And I was just reading something about uh, the convoy and how, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, one of the rest stops, they refused to serve them. Oh, okay. Right? And so it is now kind of taken on a life that, oh, this certain franchise has said, no, mm. don't serve. Like, it's a, a company policy, which I, I doubt it is, mm. but... Right away, well, if that's true, then this place has got to go under. And, yeah. and it just goes to show it might not be a corporate policy, a company mm-hmm. policy, a management decision. Could be just one person having a bad day yep. and said, I don't want to serve, you know, 4,000 people today. They got to go. <laughs> We're closed. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it is funny. Where's the best Thai food in town? Well, Chuck says it's this place. It <laughs> must be true. <laughs> Most nights, at some point, I wake up in a cold sweat and panic, usually about my finances <laughs> and future. <laughs> but this is the honest truth. I woke up at about 2 o'clock in the morning and then about 3.15 in a total panic, got to take deep breaths to relax, about this bike ride on Saturday. Oh, oh I am so panicked that I'm going to seize up and have a heart attack in the back nine where an ambulance won't be able to get to me. Right, yes. Uh, listen, deep. don't make you feel worse, but there's parts of the front nine. Well, at least they're closer to the road, the main road. Yeah, there. the ambulance might the be able to see me. They can run a stretcher through they, the field. They got it. <laughs> uh, I was getting texts yesterday from the Douglas boys from CRCS DJI. They were... Showing how they were uh, grooming a, a path for you and uh, for themselves with the they got a snowmobile hooked up with like a groomer set up behind it. I am so going to take my time with this. Like right. I don't care if it takes me three hours to yeah. get around. Well, good. Rob Havery yesterday was, was saying you know he'll pay per hour. He'll he'll donate right to Lake Ridge right. Health. So. I thought it was per lap. Uh, no, it's per hour. Oh, okay. All per right. Hour. Well, then a hundred bucks per hour. I'll drag it out for you the eight. You can milk it. <laughs> but, you walk your bike around there. But damn it, it's going to be minus 11. <laughs> now it's going to be minus 11. What do you, you want a dome around it now? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to wear. I got, I got the baklava for my head. <laughs> Why doesn't this baklava sit properly? <laughs> oh, minus 11. So earlier in the week we were looking at it, it was like minus 5 or minus 6. And we're right. like, all right, that's reasonable. Minus 11 and sunny. You've been stroking this thing for a solid week now. You got people donating to the cause. You can't back out. Oh, I, I, I won't back out. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm just so concerned about how this fat boy bike operates. Like, if anybody's ridden a fat boy bike during, like, in snow, let me know because I, like, it, it's it, a fat tire bike. Does it sit up on top of the snow? A I little guess better, it must. yes. A, a little better. Well, oh. that's why they still needed to kind of groom it down because, I mean, like anything, snow's not concrete. You're going to have to plow through a bit of it. But with the wider tire, it'll help you get across there. And it helps cushion a little bit, too. I, I, I would assume that we're going in teams. Like, I would assume I'm not out there on my own. The Douglas boys are going to hate me because right. they want to get around like eight times. Yeah. With me, they're going to get around maybe once right. in the whole eight hours. Well, they'll nurse you through the first couple of holes, maybe. And then you're not the only kind of non-rider who's there helping out uh, with like a very important peddlers, they'll call them VIPs. I'm a, I'm a VIP. Like right. It, yes. um, so you're not the only one. So they have to make sure, you know, they don't have a, I don't think they have a bike for everybody. So at, at some point they got to make sure that you get that bike back around so someone else can go. <laughs> how, 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 how far into this thing do you hear people start saying, has anybody seen Ven? Uh, Send a search party for Ven. Well, I mean, they got to give you some time because it, they expect to do like a lap per hour at their pace. Yeah, and they say 40 to 70 minutes to right. get around. Yeah, well, I would bank oh, I'm, I'm 70 plus. being your goal. <laughs> uh, 90 plus, right, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I highlight. Look, at, again, it's all about is it, is it, like, do you, do you start pedaling as you see a hill coming? Do you gear up, like with a bicycle, this is as much as I understand. 
If you're on a hill, you gear down so that it's easier to pedal and you can keep going. But the problem is when you're pedaling faster, it's, it's not as tight, the chain. So it's taking a lot more to get up the hill. But at yes. least you have the leg strength to keep going because yes. you're not pedaling. Whereas when you gear up and it tightens up, do you gear up, tighten up, and go hard towards the hill so that you hope to get momentum to get most of the way up it? Or, or do you just lie down and cry? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I hate to break it to you, but I have a feeling that the downhills aren't going to help that much. Like, because you're not going to be able to coast mm. so much through snow. You're probably constantly pedaling. You're probably constantly pedaling through this. Can I just do laps around the parking lot? <laughs> It's laps for Lake Ridge. I'm at the golf course. Just the perimeter of the parking lot. It's pretty big at Royal Ashburn. I have a little suggestion for Ottawa with the truckers coming in. You know how when you're like in your living room and you see somebody coming up your driveway and you don't know who it is and you say to everybody in the house, down, pull the curtains, don't answer the door, act like we're not home. Ottawa could just simply close the curtains, lock the door, act like they're not home. The trucks will circle around for a bit and go, well, I guess they're not here. Quick, change the map. Yeah, that's, that's right. Move us, move us up around North Bay. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, going down. The trucks are moving along. And uh, right now they're having a little trouble dipping into the uh, cash, the $4 million of the GoFundMe, because it's frozen until they can show the paperwork as to how this money is going to be uh, put out amongst the, uh, distributed out amongst the drivers. And that makes perfect sense. GoFundMe has to uh, control themselves and control uh, how the, the money that comes in uh, flows out because they've got a reputation to keep as well. And it seems to me, who's ever at the top of this, some woman in the Maverick party or something who's uh, overseeing yeah, it's, it's, it all? Uh, she's coming out now that, that she might be the one who started the GoFundMe uh, page. And okay. that might be where GoFundMe has started to... Uh, have some reservations about mm. this. What I've said from the beginning of this is I understand uh, what these truckers uh, have started. What was started as a grassroots movement. What you have to be careful with when right. you do this is that your message doesn't get construed by all those who join along the right. way yep. uh, and try to piggyback on your movement to bring in their own ideas. Yeah. Everybody's for, got something to promote. Right? The Maverick Party is one that's kind of, you know, this uh, woman at the at the head of this GoFundMe is, is about Wexit and separating the West it's and joining the right. states. It's yeah. a very far right organization, and so you know, with that, it just clouds the message, yeah. right? And you know, not to say you know, completely disagree and understand that those who are who feel they're losing their livelihoods mm. uh, and the ability to to earn their living and feed their families from the way that they've done it before are are stressed by this and looking for change. I get that. But, you know, make sure that that message isn't construed mm-hmm. by those who gang up along the way and say, hey, we're joining in. Let's also fight for this. And that's and so they have to be very careful about that. Yeah. And it is a shame. You've said this before and it's true. The virus is the enemy, but we've turned on each other. And and now politics is the main reason. If you're anti-vax or you don't believe in mandates, you're right. If you do believe you're left and really the end of the day, it should not have become such a political thing, but it has. It's where we find ourselves now, and it, we're, it, we're so divided. I, I, I don't know what we're going to do, but it'll be interesting to see uh, how this all plays out with the truckers, if they get the money. If, if GoFundMe 
puts up any kind of fuss and says, mm, sorry, this d- doesn't seem right or the documents aren't all there, right. I guess what would happen? The money would start getting funneled back to the people who donated it, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess so. And, and, you know, listen, again, they started with a legitimate cause. That extra funds would go to a veterans organization. Yeah. They didn't name who that, you know, that organization is. Maybe they should have to do that. You know, let's establish a, a yeah. clear course of where the money is going. That might be what GoFundMe is waiting on. But uh, listen, at this point, uh, the the convoy's going. The message is starting to get a little clouded in all of this. And, and to be honest, if I'm Ottawa, uh, you know, if, if your message is that 90% of truckers are vaccinated and following the rules and this is just 10%, then, then don't, don't fear it. Mm. You know, if, if Ottawa is going to and if uh, the, the government is going to say, hey, let, let's shut this down mm. uh, and, and quiet it down and do everything we can to quiet the message, then why are you f- afraid of 10%? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, listen, if, if people have a right to protest yep. in this country totally. and if you know 10% of the country wants to protest, then let 10% of the country protest. Mm. You can't shut that down. And it, that shouldn't be happening either. No, for sure. I, uh, listen, I, the only advice I can give to the truck drivers is uh, once this, if the GoFundMe does free up, go hard on that thing, like an expense account at work. I mean, just, <laughs> just, just take it, pick up people on the way, hitchhikers, take them out for meals and drinks. <laughs> well, listen, uh, who knows? Because this convoy was supposed to come through on Saturday. And mm. Saturday's okay driving through the top of the mm. GTA. Now, if it comes through in like a Thursday afternoon oh. rush hour, they might pack it in and say, yeah. forget it. It's... This 401 is crap. They'll all end up at the cloverleaf. No fella. And I'm I'm sure most women aren't fond when condoms have to be a part of the the lovemaking. I mean, it's been so long since I've used one. I don't even know if I know how to put one on. (laughs) Although I guess it's like riding a bike. Uh, You would think. You know. Well, and it's really not that complicated. But the stru- when you're when you're a young man oh, and you're man. so excited to go to Pleasure Town, yeah. and and you're fighting with the wrapper and you're trying to unroll it, yeah. it's just a which it's, direction? Seconds are ticking away. <laughs> She's lying there doing her nails. <laughs> it's a nightmare. You end up just watching TV and giving up. Um, but uh, the uh, the hunt is on to build a. Better condom. Oh, and uh, I guess uh, there's one that's been in development for a while. It's nicknamed the Viagra condom because it's got a gel that increases blood flow and helps men perform. Oh, okay. The gel has a drug in it called Xanfil that's similar to Viagra. Well, has it been tested? <laughs> I, I'm not. See, all, all the people who are anti-vaxxers still they'd wrap their dong in that thing in a second. Um, a team has been researching them and just published a report on how they could encourage more people to use protection. 500 couples used them for six months, and a quarter of the men said it made it more So they used six of them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. What was the six-month supply they were sent? I'm, I'm just interested. Asking for a friend. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Boy, when you were a young man, too, there was nothing more intimidating or embarrassing going in and buying condoms. It was such a tough thing to do. It, well, it's interesting because it, it depends on... It, yes, it was. It was It was one of those things where you're like, oh, my God, I got to go. Please, like, you got to get the right person at the cash. Please don't bump into you know, mom. You know, now, I mean, where was the... Where was the the self checkout? Yeah, I know. In right. those days, right, right. But you know, it, it was like, oh, are you sure these are the right ones, son? Yeah. Um, 
But you really should have been proud mm. <laughs> if you had a, if you had a chance to use them. Yeah, no, you'd be I know. Slapping those bad boys down on the counter. It'd be like if a young girl worked the counter; it was embarrassing. If a little old lady was embarrassing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's even embarrassing now. You go up to the pharmacist, and it's some young young lady, and you're getting your Viagra medication. <laughs> I'm, I, I heard it from a friend. <laughs> I heard from him. I'm picking these up from my dad. <laughs> oh, you and your dad have the same name? Yes. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. That's none of your concern. Yeah, you end up, you know, you end up buying uh, wholesome stuff just to kind of blend they it ask out. you, do you know how to use this? <laughs> Can I see the pharmacist? Do you have any questions? Yeah. yeah. So there you go, guys. If you're still uh, wearing condoms and if you're uh, not in a monogamous relationship, you should be. Um there's a condom coming. You don't have to just go with the Magnum anymore. <laughs> Big Wheeler. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.